Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hey, good morning. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd. It is five minutes after 11. He's Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and thank you for joining us on this Thanksgiving Eve. And guess what's going to happen? A lot of people are going to be traveling. An estimated 55 million Americans going to be traveling 50 miles or more this Thanksgiving holiday. And the airlines expecting even bigger numbers. They're stating that we're back to pre-pandemic levels of 2019. You going anywhere? I am. Now, my question, because there was a statistic that said 50 million people so an estimated 55 million americans Mm -hmm. will travel 50 miles or more this Mm -hmm. thanksgiving holiday Mm -hmm. that's a staggering amount of people that's basically one eh, one seventh of the country give or take is going to go over 50 uh 50 miles now my question on this is does that include a round is that round trip or is it I'm going somewhere that's more than 50 miles away? Because this will depend on how I answer this question. It, the way it's stated, I take it as one way. One way. Traveling 50 miles yeah, so then for I w- Thanksgiving. I would, I would meet that qualification if it were both ways. Mm-hmm. It would not meet that qualification for one way. Okay. I generally load to go places that... <laughs> are more than an hour away because I just feel like I'm needed in my hometown at all times. You are needed. So airports have already seen uh, 2.3 million passengers passing <laughs> through the airports. They're expected to get up to even higher levels than that. The average round trip flight right now costing $350, which is up 22% compared to 2019. Uh, for, uh, it's up 43% from last year, by the way. International flights are up 25%. I, I don't know international flights, why they give us that statistic. A lot of people flying internationally for Thanksgiving. It's an American holiday. Well, here's my other question. And I, I say this as someone, as you know, who loathes to fly or be anywhere near anything that does not allow me to find the nearest exit ramp and mm-hmm. pull over at, to the side of the road or have my feet on the ground. If indeed flights are this expensive, and if indeed it is because so many people are traveling at this specific period of time, mm-hmm. wouldn't there be more value? Because, okay, Christmas celebrates a specific thing on a specific day. There is a deep meaning far beyond any sort of secular commercialization. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is a different day. Right every single year, right? I mean, it just, it rotates around based on when the day itself falls. It's not like, hey, this year, November 24th, you know, that is the day. We know that was the day. You do it because of the significance of the day, whatever. Wouldn't it be behoove you if you could still celebrate Thanksgiving going, I'm going to go a week later? Mm. I'm going to go a week earlier? Is that the worst idea I've ever had? Well, I think a lot of people are juggling time off from work yeah so that perhaps is why a lot of people choose to travel and fly because 
Because a lot of people get a four-day weekend now. It sounds like you could save a sizable amount of money if you, if you just, just went another, another day, right? Yeah. AAA saying that the busiest travel days during Thanksgiving week are usually Tuesday, today, and Sunday after the holiday because everybody has to go back home. So, so like Daily Mail has the story on this. And I'm looking at, they have pictures from, you know, the O'Hare International Airport, the mm-hmm. airport in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um why would anyone want to deal with this? Like, I'm looking at these crowds. Mm-hmm. This is just, it looks horrific. <laughs> it's not exactly how you want to spend your time waiting I in, mean, in it, queues, it right? Just, I mean, the, 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 there's, uh, you know, Amtrak here in New York in the store. I mean, just the lines and lines and gobs of people. And it just mm-hmm. seems to me like... Wouldn't it just be easier to say, hey, we're doing Thanksgiving a week later this year? So uh, the average price of gas right now in Indiana, $3.76 per gallon. And remember that 60 plus cents of that is thanks to your Republican Indiana General Assembly, who has one of the highest gas taxes in the entire nation. And despite repeated pleas and many, many opportunities to help you out, they've said kiss their ass. Mm hmm. So you're still going to be paying uh, more than you did last year for gas to go over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house. So uh, in the south and New Orleans area, they're preparing for flooding. Here in the Midwest, a lot of snow is in the forecast, and that could actually slow down a lot of travel for many people. Northeast expecting a lot of rain. Uh, Luckily for you, Rob, you don't have to go very far to be with your family for Thanksgiving. No, I can check all of my requirements, which is I can get there in an automobile. I can find the nearest (laughs) exit ramp should. Here's a great example. Yesterday, I was driving, Mm -hmm. and the check engine light came on on my car. Oh, no. I don't think it was something serious, knock on wood, as I am still here, and everything is still moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But there was no panic for me. Why? Because I realized I can continue to operate this motor vehicle at a reasonable rate of speed. Mm -hmm. Should any other lights that identify something pressing come on, I can get over to the side of the road. There is an exit ramp for me to find. This is why... I travel by car instead of by plane. <laughs> the check engine light is not potentially a death sentence. Right, and you're not beholden to anyone else. Uh, Kevin, let's talk about your Thanksgiving. Where will you be? Will you be going out of town? Are you traveling far? Uh, I will be on the north side of Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and then I will be going straight down to Greenwood oh, to okay. my aunt and uncle's Kevin, house. Kevin strikes me as the sort of guy that kind of stumbles down Thanksgiving morning. I don't know. Maybe, Mom's already done all the preparing. Maybe about, I'm thinking 11, 11, 15-ish. Everything's already in the oven. Everything's kind of, the pies have been baked, and Kevin kind of looks around and says, hey, how can I help you out here? <laughs> At the very end when it's already done. I help where I can, you uh-huh. know. I help a little bit with, uh, you know, the, all the fixings. If well, you, you know the rules. <laughs> I love it. You picked the most vaguest, the most vague thing. I help with, uh, you know, all the fixings. You know the rules, Kevin. If you don't help cook, you have to help clean. Yeah, yeah, uh. I clean a little bit. <laughs> Kevin, I Kevin, do my best. Kevin strolls in about 11.15 and then about uh, 1.30. Oh, would you look at the time? <laughs> I, I, I got uh, I got band practice. Well, Rob, what, do you help out with the cooking? I am a cleaner extraordinaire. See, if I'm you a, don't cook, you got to clean. I am a phenomenal uh, <laughs> cleaner. I do that often in my house. I am very good 
at cleaning. I'm very good at trash taking out. I'm mm-hmm. I know where my strengths are, strengths are, and I'm willing to claim ownership of those strengths so I don't have to do things that I despise doing and I'm not very good at. Over the years, Thanksgiving has evolved at my house because when I was younger, it used to be get out the china and yeah. all of the best dishes to put the food on and, and now we're lucky if we have paper plates. And I would like to and I know we're, we need to take a break, so we need to get to more voicemails. Mm-hmm. I would like to apologize to James in the YouTube chat. Uh, James is very upset that I had the audacity the day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the day where everyone's traveling, the day where you'll be using more gas than maybe at any other time this year, that I had the audacity to mention how high our gas tax is and that the Republicans refuse to do anything about the gas tax. So, James, I'm sorry that I had the audacity <laughs> to, to, remind you. to remind people why their gas is so expensive. I'm sorry I had the audacity to question my government, and I'm sorry that I have ruined your Thanksgiving by pointing out high taxation from the Indiana Republican Party the day before Thanksgiving. I am mortified at my behavior. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up next, more of your voicemails. where you start talking. Our number, 317-684-8444. I know, I was waiting for when she said, here's my number, oh, call me, baby. There, yeah. And then I was going to give the phone no, number like I did. It's Three, half your show, you can do whatever you want. 317, thanks. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number, yeah. and it's time for voicemail. We were going to do some really riveting content, but mm-hmm. because James was so irate that I had the audacity <laughs> to mention before the arguably highest travel day of the entire year, Mm -hmm. that your gas is markedly more expensive in Indiana than many of the surrounding states because of the taxes that you will pay when you'll be buying that gas probably Mm -hmm. tomorrow. He was so upset about that because it's the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, so, I mean, even though I guess the government doesn't stop collecting your money the day before uh, Thanksgiving, it doesn't stop spending your money, it doesn't keep funding wars in Ukraine or whatever. I'm the bad guy in the equation for having the audacity to mention to people that as you drive, you will pay more for gas here than other places because of taxes. So no, we had some great segments planned, but you can thank James. We're not going to get to him. <laughs> We're just going to play voicemails because that's what James wants is just feel good timey radio the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, and, and in fact, before we get to the voicemails, you will not pay more for gas uh, in Indiana than other states. Fantastic. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, the fact that it's 376 here and probably like 356 or 346 or 336 in like Tennessee or Kentucky, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is not a, it doesn't matter what you see on the sign. It doesn't matter what the price says. That is not real at all. And I am sorry that I had the audacity to make that up. Wouldn't it be great if it was just a soft suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> 376, if you want. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, so let's do some voicemails. We uh, So I had a, we had a problem that we posed to the listeners yesterday, mm-hmm. which is our previous employer was much more understanding about not using all your days off in the supposed allotted calendar year yeah. and allowed me to carry them over into future years, Mm -hmm. apparently, and it was not known to me until about yesterday at about (laughs) 9 a.m. that the new new employer was not nearly as understanding Mm -hmm. as the old employer. So thus, I have basically the entire month of December to take off. Yeah. 
And Kevin... Don't you even consider it. Kevin <laughs> suggested I just be super noble, you know, right. like, like the governor once called Malik Mohammed. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the day before Thanksgiving. I shouldn't mention that the governor led a domestic terrorist right part of the police reform bill. I'm sorry, James. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. Uh, this is the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, that I should be super noble <laughs> and just not take any of the days off. Yeah, don't be a typical millennial. Yeah. yeah you need to work. Just show yeah. up to work, even though I... Now, get, look. <laughs> I like Kevin's idea. Be noble. Don't take any days off. Here's one of the things that went into my yeah. decision, too, is that... Had the gas in Indiana not been so expensive, uh, I'm sorry, James. You're doing it again. I'm not supposed to mention that because it's the day before Thanksgiving. I might have considered coming to work, but it just costs too much to get to work. So thus, I really can't eat the money if I don't have to eat the money Mm -hmm. because of the non-existent one one of the highest gas taxes in the entire nation. Right. And so we really had two choices here. I could take all of the days off in a lump. I basically have two oh, yep. two weeks. And so mm-hmm. for the final two weeks of the year, I could say, see ya. Yeah. Or I could take like basically every Monday and mm-hmm. Friday and then a couple days mm-hmm. at the end. And Sprinkle we, it so, in. So we need some audience participation yeah. on this, on what would be the best thing to do. Yeah. And so we got several phone calls with suggestions. Two weeks without Rob Kendall in a row. Come on now. We can't live like that. Right. Just take every single Friday off for the rest of the year, all of November, all of December, and then one week you got to take two days off to get your 10 days in. I like that. And yeah. That's where I'm leaning. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards, you know, scattering them across the month. You're going to have a bunch of long weekends, yeah. but then you still come in here, sprinkle in your, yeah. you know, sparkling personality throughout the week. Mm-hmm. We, we still get our Rob fix yeah. that we need. And you don't completely abandon us. Right. I like that. And I was leaning heavily towards that. And then my wife was like, oh, that'd be great. We can go somewhere and do something. See, that's why I said, you got to, you're, you're married, man. Now you have to consider yeah. what the uh, so, other half wants. You know, uh, uh, that's yeah. a compromise of Maybe. marriage. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. So that was that guy's suggestion. That's where I'm still leaning. I mm-hmm. don't know as of yet. When are you making this decision? The day before it well, happens. I guess I'll make it the day before it happens. <laughs> it's a big choice. Got to get more listener input. Let's go. Yes, this is a response to Rob wanting to know when he should take his vacation. Uh, I would think that uh, the prudent thing to do would be to take it all two weeks at a time and then never come back. <laughs> he doesn't mean that. Oh, I think he does. No, oh, he I, does. He's just having some fun. No, I think I, you know, it could be, <laughs> let's throw out some ideas here. As of the first year, it could be the K- Casey and Kloppensteinstein show. <laughs> well, that was James, wasn't it? That voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> we could have uh, the Casey and Ethan show. Nope, nope, nope. We no. could have uh, Casey and Kevin. <laughs> uh, all right, we got yeah. uh, more suggestions. Rob, his employer's paying him to stay home. I got news for him. There's enough people out here. We could probably pay him to stay home all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Love you. Later. <laughs> They're just piling on today, oh, yeah. aren't they? Uh, you know what? Here's Is there more of these? Uh, no, I think that's the, the last run, of the vacation. We've run the gauntlet on the vacation. Okay. Calls Here's the today. thing for everybody listening, calling in. Rob is the one who screens these phone yes. calls. Yes. If you, if you think you're getting over on me by <laughs> being mean to me, 
it wouldn't get on the air if I didn't want it on the air. <laughs> I think uh, Kevin's idea is best. Be noble. Don't take any days off. But if you have to, uh, spring, sprinkle it in Isn't over the it month. customary? Like, maybe this happens in where people are listening to us, their work. Can't, shouldn't there be an option to buy your days out? Like, if like they would can, you ra- you'd rather yes. have the money than like the they, time like off. Like if they came to me, even if it's not what I'm making a day mm-hmm. normally, mm-hmm. if they came to me and said, here's 75% mm-hmm. of what you normally make, will you show up to work? Mm-hmm. I would say yes. Yeah. Because I like my job. See, and conversely, uh, based on current recent events in my personal life, I would rather have more time off and less pay if I if I could do that exchange. Do you see how polar opposite yeah. we are well, in you, that? Well, you had also made a point, too, because we had got it, gotten into yesterday about this player for the, uh, I almost said Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, uh, Blake Martinez? Yes. Yeah. Who uh, sold a Pokemon card mm-hmm. for $672,000, yeah. which was conveniently about what he was owed for the remainder of the season by the Raiders and mm-hmm. retired. Mm-hmm. And so I had asked you, I'd said, Casey, if I were to drop $672,000 in a duffel bag on your chair, mm-hmm. would you return to work? Yeah. And you and said- And at the time I said, no, I think I'd be yeah. out. Um, that would, that, yeah, I, I would want to take yeah. advantage of time that I have mm-hmm. and, you know, take care of my people that need yes. taken care of right now. And, and so we had accepted that and we said, that's a fine answer. And then about 830 this morning, as I was pulling the voicemails, I want to change my answer. It was like something out of a sitcom. I wish people could have seen it. Yeah. Casey comes busting through the studio door mm-hmm. and you said, you must change your answer. I have to change my answer. Um, I would like, I would like the money. Yes. It would be a, the nice cushion and. And it would be nice blank you money to yep. have in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. But I need to get out of the house for a few hours every day and uh, brighten my mood. It's amazing what being around your family for a couple hours, how that <laughs> will just change the way your outlook is on life. I got to go into work. Get me somewhere. By the way, we've got some more voicemails. We get to them next segment. I mm-hmm. did want to say this. One of my favorite things in the whole world, Casey, yeah. is when we rip someone on the YouTube chat or on social media, and then they start incessantly commenting because it's like the high they they it's it's the you highlight of about their day. You're right. It's the highlight of their their day, and it's proof they need us. <laughs> they need this. So the, We're never listening again. You're the worst. I'm out. My radio will never hit this dial ever again. You uh, need it. James, you need it. You're doing exactly what I wanted you to do, which is why I mentioned you. It happens every time and I love it. <laughs> James mentioned that I should win a Nobel Peace Prize for working with you. Yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, just the incessant, like, oh my gosh, they mentioned me. Oh my, I, I, so I'm a local celebrity now. I, like the, I hate you. Oh my gosh, they mentioned me. I like the contribution, I James. Think, uh, Keep it up. I think James just wants you to invite him to your uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> I, dinner. I am not Jake Query. We all know I, for my own safety, could not just randomly invite <laughs> you, society you to my Thanksgiving. You could never do that. Uh, I, I'm not even sure I feel safe at my family Thanksgiving part of the time. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thanks for listening. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and because we're slacking today, 
more voicemails. 317-684-8444. Well, we had some really uh, riveting content that we had prepared for people, but mm-hmm. that one guy who then became, uh, you know, like a little lost puppy who kept, as soon as we said his name, kept, uh, you know, mentioning us in the chat and trying to hurl more insults at me, hoping, I'll say it again. Say my name again. Say it again. So we decided, well, he he got very, this guy got very mad that we had the audacity to point out to you that your gas is going to be more expensive in Indiana as you're driving on the arguably most traveled driving day of the year. I guess that was not timely information and that it is the Republicans who control the government who have enacted and raised the gas tax. He was super offended by that. So, you know, you can blame this guy, whatever his name was, Fred or frank or whatever it was i don't even remember now but uh we're just gonna take phone calls the rest of the time because you know uh, oh james yes that's right i'm sorry um i appreciate you listening and contributing james (laughs) contributing is a strong word (laughs) (laughs) he's got input right we all have our opinions kind of like john mellicamp um yes so we got we had a bevy of really great phone calls that obviously the day before thanksgiving we're thankful for you the listener we uh wanted to get to as many of these as we could and we got again like i said a lot of calls Mm -hmm. came Casey and I had a spirited debate about the inactivity that takes place in soccer. Uh, I was just egregiously pointed out how many times the ball goes backwards instead of Inactivity forwards. is the wrong word. You're uh, talking about low scores. It's up in the air. He uh, might hit it with his head. Soccer players are do more cardio than probably any other sport. Well, there's a, a lot there's of a lot of activity. There's a lot of the, running. I did not pitch. dispute that there is not a lot of running. I'm just saying in terms of <laughs> this would make me want to watch this. Mm-hmm like on the regular I just mm-hmm. I went in with an open mind mm-hmm. and I just as I go do with everything I went in very open minded and you willing to be changed and I just the the they just didn't live up to what I needed to be okay. invested in this but we did get a, a bevy of phone calls about soccer and uh, here's one more Yeah I was listening to your show earlier today about and you guys were talking about soccer I I completely agree with Rob soccer is completely overrated um and it's and yeah, and the women's team winning the World Cup, that's not really a big deal because uh, that is the same women's team that played a bunch of 14 year old middle school boys and got their butts handed to them on a silver platter. Um, so, yeah, women's soccer is not the greatest at all. Soccer is not the greatest at all. It's, it's a boring sport, and they don't even really keep real time, they just guess the time. It's like, oh, it's over. Oh, no, we have five extra minutes. Where does it say that? Oh, the referees keep it in their head. Oh, okay. That makes total sense. All right. See you guys. Talk to you guys later. Uh, it is the second fastest growing sport I've in the country. I've been hearing this since the 90s, Casey, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, because I played junior football, it was mm-hmm. more and more every day. Children mm-hmm. are turning to soccer mm-hmm. as their as their national pastime. And in, in the next 15 years, nobody will even remember the name football. I've been hearing this since I was a kid, Casey. And how is it possible that all it's the fastest growing sport and children are flocking to it every day? And yet we still stink at soccer. It is. It is the fastest growing sport behind lacrosse so in what, this they're, country. They're all zeros that are taking up the game? We never <laughs> seem to get any better in this World Cup, but yet for 30 years I've been hearing about it's soccer, 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 soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, approximately 3 million uh, children play uh-huh. soccer in this country and in the state of Indiana. Yes. Are you ready for this? No, the I'm state s- in this Hoosier state, Rob so Kendall. So ready for it, Casey. Do you know how many kids are playing soccer in uh-huh. this state? Enough to fill Lucas Oil Stadium. Wow. 
Here is my question for you, though. 65000 Okay. So here is my question for you, though, Casey. When I was a kid, also was the rise of Tiger Woods in golf. And they Mm -hmm. said, you know, millions of new people are taking up golf. Mm -hmm. Golfers now Mm -hmm. are markedly better, like American golf and the slew of great American golfers is markedly better than it was when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, I I don't know. I mean, what... Phil Mickelson really wasn't even a great golfer then. I mean, I don't know who the top American golfer would have would have been when I was a kid. It was past Jack Nicklaus. It was past Tom Watson. I don't know. Point is, there were like one or two super really good American golfers yeah. before yeah. Tiger. Now, I mean, they they beat the hell out of everybody in the in the right. Well, that's Cup. what competition the, does to you. Right, it makes you elevate your game. But soccer, American soccer, mm-hmm. despite getting, the fact that it's they're not, not getting any better, they're not getting. What is the? How are all these people playing and none of them are any good? Yeah, yeah. I guess there hasn't really been a star soccer player in a while. Right, we've like, never have we ever had a somebody who would and again I know nothing about soccer, but someone that you would say Ronaldo, right, or, or Pele, Messi. or Messi, mm-hmm. Messi. Yeah, I remember hearing about Landon Donovan a lot, uh, but I don't think Freddie Adu wasn't Freddie Adu supposed to be the great. Yeah. Look at me, I'm rolling names off here. I I think that the female soccer players have come into more fame than the male soccer players but, but, in this country. But like this guy said, and I think this is a true story. Didn't they lose to a? I, um, I have heard that, uh, like a high school team or something. I mean, let's let's face it. And again, women are totally capable of doing many things equally as good as men or better. Mm-hmm. Soccer is not one of them. Oh, come on now. Uh, you're telling me if the women's team played the men's soccer team, as bad as our men's uh, World Cup team is, that that game would be within 10 goals. Boy, that would be a good game to watch. I think the men's team would win. I mean, you I don't think... The women just won the World Cup. But Yeah, can't... but they're playing other women. Yeah. Like, the men, there's no way it would... The spread would have to be 10 goals. The, the strength, the size, the speed... I know you were an amazing college soccer player. I, I don't want to in any way belittle that, but there's no way that that men, men, women competing against men in soccer, there's no way it'd be close. Well, let's do that. Why don't we do that? And the deal should be, if the women can get within three goals of the men, then we have this equal pay thing, because that's the mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, right. why are the men paid more? Because yeah. a gajillion more people watch. <laughs> No offense. I can feel the tension in this room right now. You, you sound you're you're trying to tell me that uh like when you were young there weren't yes. good golfers and now because of Tiger Woods there's all these great golfers. You sound like Newt Rockney. Pass the ball where the player's gonna be. What are you what are you saying? I don't I have no idea what that take was. Like, what was that? The elevation of the game that happens in every sport. But it has not happened in American soccer apparently because we still stink. If we, I'm not trying to be a jerk when I'm asking if all these people are playing soccer, how are we not markedly better in soccer? Maybe there is a, a logical because, answer. Because they get the support from yeah. their fans. They're encouraged to keep going in other countries. What, You're saying that the U.S. team is not as good as other countries. Right. Right? They're clearly not, based it, on the fact another, that we never win at this that's World like, Cup. That's like saying, hey, you know what? We're going to go play another country in football. Of course the Americans are going to kick butt. Because it's part of our national lexicon. But all of these people are playing soccer, so how are we not getting better people in the game? Like It's like you're answering the peripheral of the question when the core of the question is, if I accept your premise. I think they are better soccer players, but so is everyone else at the same time. So then what's the point of all this if we're always just going to stink? <laughs> I've heard someone say, maybe it was Tony Kennett uh, last week, he was talking about it, that... In other countries, it's really, you know, soccer is their sport. Right. right. Here we've got all kinds of sports. Right. So, like, kids aren't focusing on just soccer. They're playing, like, football yeah. and baseball and stuff like that. And 
I know like also in Europe and like other places, um, they have like academies for soccer. But you've only got to get here too. How many what is it, ten guys on the field plus the goalie? Is that right? Is that the number? I was trying to keep track. They all look the same. They all look like ants running around out there. But when they're I was watching all very, the game. It's a. It takes a lot of endurance, and uh, you're telling yeah, me you, in a country of 330 million people, we can't find 12 goobers who are better than England's 12 goobers. Like, is that what you're t- like? Iran. I mean, we're not Wales. Mm-hmm. We're we're not talking about you know a, a mighty a mighty ship here that we have to hop over. We had to beat Wales and Iran to get through the first round like, like okay we're going to lose to England fine or Mexico or traditionally great soccer countries we're talking about oh, Wales and Iran. Wales is pretty good traditionally though. great and why are they traditionally great I have no idea because they've been doing it for so long but you and would, they're getting the support we have to move on to another call but I would just think in a country of 330 million people <laughs> we could find 12 people that are better I mean we out populate England by how, how many times? I just, I don't I don't understand this. For, it, for, for someone who doesn't like soccer, you sure are pretty passionate about this. I'm passionate about not being forced <laughs> into something where the ball keeps moving backwards. Uh, we got a call from somebody who's a fan of the show. Thank I called to talk about the people who hate listening to you. They're never going to give you up. They're never going to let you down. They're never going to run around or even desert you. They're never going to make you cry. They're never going to say goodbye. They're never going to tell a lie and hurt you. Because nothing they do or say can hurt you, Kendall and Casey. You are that important to them. I would say they have been Rob Kendall. I would say also Rick rolled, but that term has already been taken. <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the good work. Bye. Perfect. <laughs> Rick rolled. Yes. Uh, okay, so one more call because this person was clearly in the Thanksgiving spirit, and nothing says Thanksgiving spirit like calling a radio station hotline when you will you know you will not talk to a, a live person and being very upset about music. Hey, Rob Kendall, that Bruce Springsteen is the boringest singer I've ever heard. Everything sounds just alike. How about a little George Strait and Merle Haggard? And have a good day. I listen every day. Bye. Because when you think diverse song lexicon, mm-hmm. the name George Strait and Merle Haggard are what pops right up. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people putting Bruce Springsteen in the John Mellencamp category right now because Mellencamp's in the news getting yeah. some some you know bad publicity for not standing during the national anthem, and a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's the worst," like Bruce Springsteen. But what? But why would Bruce you say Springsteen's the worst? Why, Rob. What, what, but, what, but why? <laughs> this is my question, right? Like, why you don't like his political beliefs? Is that where? I mean, is that is that it? I've never heard Bruce Springsteen like refuse to. He does all sorts of things for fallen soldiers. That stand up for heroes thing mm-hmm. every year. I mean, is that it? We just don't like your belief. So we don't like your belief. You're the worst. I mean, there's a huge difference between. I don't like this person because of their liberal beliefs mm-hmm. or someone like John Mellencamp who goes out of his way to be an ass to wounded and fallen soldiers. Yeah. So you're saying not the same. Uh, everyone's entitled to their uh, belief system. I just, I've never, I've never understood that. But I think the bigger question is what goes through another human being's mind where they're, I don't know what time of day this phone call was. I should have paid closer attention. I know. In the Thanksgiving season, <laughs> I'm going to call an automated voicemail where I know it's not like Rob Kendall, hello, please, please tell me what are your like. I don't sit there and answer the phone, mm-hmm. but I'm really going to get you by telling you your choice of music is the worst. And the best thing I could come up with is 
Who was it? Merle Haggard and Elmo Tanner? <laughs> George Strait. Oh, George Strait. I'm sorry. It was wasn't, he, Elmo he's Tanner obviously was, a country music fan. Wasn't Elmo Tanner, uh, Tanner the whistler Yeah, he was a famous whistler. I mean, it wasn't like he came hard with like the Who and the Stones, mm-hmm. or it wasn't like, you know, Tom Petty and Billy Joel. It was... Who was it? George Burl Strait. I, Burl, uh, George Strait and Merle Haggard. Oh, yeah. Sorry. sorry. At the, at the, <laughs> Burl Ives. It's the Christmas season. You know why he called? Because we asked him to. Yeah, that's just true. At 317-684-8444. And we won't get to these calls until Monday of next week. So burn through. Can you, somebody on Thanksgiving, you know this is going to happen, Casey. Because we come up at people's Thanksgiving tables all the time. There's going to be a fight at someone's Thanksgiving table, mm-hmm. and they are going to call and yell at us mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because they'll say we caused, <laughs> we their, caused their fight. Their Thanksgiving fight. I certainly hope not. But if there is a fight, I hope it's uh, uh, Casey's better than Rob or Rob's better than Casey. One of those sorts of fights, not over the actual Content, not over politics. Make it be about us. It's 11.43. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Indianapolis has uh, announced that they have two future NCAA men's final four events on the schedule. City's been announced as the host for the 2029 men's final four tournament. They're also going to do it in 26. It's going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium. And uh, we're also hosting the women's Final Four in 28. So lots of basketball coming to town. Yes, they've got the men in 26, women in 28, and then men again in 29. Now, not to like in any way undercut the popularity of women's basketball, but we would be remiss and not be giving factual information out if we didn't point out the women's Final Four is at Gainbridge Fieldhouse mm-hmm. and the men's will be at Lucas, Lucas Oil okay. Stadium. And uh, that is in no way a commentary on the popularity of women's basketball or uh, anything else that get, could get me fired from this radio station. It is just uh, the factual information, and you can determine that to mean whatever you want it to mean. Let's talk about some big Boy, news. Boy, we breezed right through that segment. That mm-hmm. was great. Let's talk about some big news. Yes. Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, ah! But this is, uh, this is and, and, and your commentary on this was, uh, don't they have anything better to do? Yes. Uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, says that they're <laughs> going to hold hearings about Ticketmaster not having any competition on this. So, okay. So this is, the, this is the most government thing ever. Mm-hmm. We can't, there's, again, it's just like the marriage thing that they passed. We can't solve any real problems. Inflation, the border, gas prices, you know, condition of the economy, etc. So we're going to hold congressional hearings mm-hmm. over Ticketmaster, who entered into, not by threat of force, but of her own free will, a contract with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Taylor Swift, is while she's ripping on them, she's not running around alleging they held a gun to my head, they kidnapped me, they were holding me hostage, they attempted to blackmail me. Taylor Swift made a gajillion dollars off these ticket sales, entered into a contract with Ticketmaster to sell the tickets. Ticketmaster sold the tickets in the manner that Taylor Swift agreed for them to sell the tickets. And now she's upset because her fan... Look, Taylor Swift is not upset because she's making a gajillion dollars or the tickets are selling for a gajillion dollars. Taylor Swift is feigning outrage because her fans are upset. And instead of... Look, say what you want about Bruce. He came out in Rolling Stone and said, screw it. 
We sweat for the money. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sold by scalpers if we don't do it this way. At least we're getting paid instead of the scalpers. I got to, I got to, the respect to the end of the earth for that because he didn't run from it. He said, look, we entered into this agreement. We knew what it was. We have always undersold our tickets, which is true compared to other artists. I'm 73 years old. I don't have a lot of earning years left. Tickets can sell for this. It's free market. My band and me deserve this money over the scalpers. You can hate that. You can like it. It's it's The guy's real. Taylor Swift is not being real when she claims to be outraged by this because she knew what, or at least she should have, or her people knew mm-hmm. what it was and how these tickets get sold. You're not mad that you did it. You're mad that you got caught. So Ticketmaster merged with Live Nation in 2010, and the merger deal was to dominate the market, to, quote, provide better services. Which, and was, now- which was seemingly approved then by the SEC, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, the, the, these business transactions of this magnitude 12 years ago casey Mm -hmm. yeah and after technical issues uh, caused by the long lines the freezing of the pages the pre-sale delays on the website amy klobuchar has decided that the department of justice needs to open an investigation into live nation (laughs) looking into whether Ticketmaster has monopolized the market Uh uh-huh we need an investigation 12 years later to see if they've monopolized the market. It, Hello? Yes. These politicians, and this is why, and I realize, what's his name? Fred or Sam or whatever that, uh, Barney or whatever the guy's name was that got mad earlier. Oh, James. And he's going to be mad that I'm going to talk about politicians and politics the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But these politicians, and it is a bipartisan thing, are the worst amongst us in many cases. They could not run a shell gas station if their life depended on it and yet because they are in this position of power they they do not have the mental capacity or the wherewithal to solve real problems so they act like because people are outraged because they had to pay a premium for taylor swift tickets which was initiated and approved by taylor swift because she's making out like a bandit on Mm -hmm. it but because she doesn't have the courage to stand up like Bruce Springsteen did say, yep, did it, proved it, I'm getting paid. Well, She's li- She is misleading her audience. And because these politicians are such opportunists, instead of saying, no, you want to be mad, be mad at her and whatever terrible song she wrote about whatever new ex-boyfriend is the flavor <laughs> of the month, they act like, well, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Pearl Jam tried to take on Ticketmaster back in 1994. It kind of backfired on them. They said, we're not going to go through Ticketmaster and then Ticketmaster ended up blocking them from all of the venues that they wanted to play at. And this happens all of the time. He, who, There was an old, when I was in local government, I learned the saying, he who holds the gold makes the rules. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that in whatever market, in the uh, soft drink market, there's two, right? There's Pepsi and there's Coke. There's little goober bit players, but there's there's two people. In almost every single industry, there is a predominant major player who it took them years and years and years and years to rise to the level. Does it suck that you got to pay a $93 service charge to get your ticket? Yeah, but your artist who agreed to agreed that. to it. Right. No, Taylor Swift could have sold them through MySpace if she wanted to. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> she chose to sell it through Ticketmaster because they cut a sweetheart deal with her, which will enrich her and the people around her better than anyone else. Well, just in time for Christmas, this is kind of fun. Top Gun Maverick is going to be on a streaming service.
So it's going to be on, what, Paramount Pictures yes. announced that uh, it's going to be available on Paramount Plus on December 22nd. Is it just me or does it it seem like Paramount is really getting some big gets Mm -hmm. in the streaming industry? And like a lot of things now, you're having to go to Paramount that are kind of these desired upper tier options of things that mass amounts of people would want to consume. Okay, well, I haven't noticed that. Yeah, and Uh, and maybe I'm just imagining this, but it seems like more and more things I'm seeing, you know, streaming on Paramount. And obviously, this Top Gun is the latest in mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. um, because everybody will want to see it again. Okay, so this movie gave Tom Cruise his first ever $100 million opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, Wildly popular. It was the number one movie all summer long. So what kind of residuals is Tom going to get from the streaming now? And at least Tom Cruise isn't complaining, going, I think it's egregious what Paramount is charging. Paramount must do something. We must have a congressional investigation. (laughs) No, you know what Tom Cruise says? I want more money, and Paramount gave me the most money, so here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top Gun Maverick was uh, remained in the top 10 for 14 weeks. I can only imagine it will be the number one streaming movie of Christmas. Uh, real quick before we go, I try yeah. to do this every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to just take a moment and say, number one, I am uber thankful for you and for Kevin. Oh, thank you. I have loved working with you both this year. It is not easy to work with me, and I appreciate the effort and energy you guys put in every day. Hey, I've got the best seat in the house every day between nine and noon learning from you, Rob Kendall. And I would also like to say that even, and I am including even um, uh, Fred, what? James. James. Uh, James in this. That we appreciate, I appreciate every single listener, even those of you who listen every day because you loathe my very existence. (laughs) Uh, This was my dream job from the time I was a little boy on this, not just doing talk radio, but doing it on this station. Mm -hmm. I am able to live out my dream every single day. And you, the listeners, are the ones who make it possible, especially the hate listeners, because you tend to listen to the most. And that is how my bonus is structured. So thank you. (laughs) I'm very thankful for all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. You guys have a great holiday. And thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. And we're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. And if not tomorrow, definitely back on Monday. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Have a good holiday. Be safe.